This is Malotsky on Money with Stan and Lee Malotsky from the SHM Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Stan and Lee provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Malotsky on Money with your hosts, Stan and Lee Malotsky. Good morning, everyone. My name is Lee Malotsky, partner here at the SHM Financial Group. Welcome to our podcast. Um, we have with us our my partner in... Uh, in what? What would you call that? A, a, a partner in whatever. Jesus, I feel like I was watching <laughs> in a, mafi- business. a mafioso movie the other night, Partner in Crime. That's I shouldn't right. say that, but no, you Partner can't. in Business. My business partner, Mr. Stanley H. Malotsky. <laughs> and our discussion today is basically- and, Hold on. Hold oh, on. I'm sorry. And Mr. Tony Shore. Good morning, Tony. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, great to be here, guys. Uh, I'm doing well today. In fact, if I was any better, my name would be Stan Malotsky. <laughs> You're any brighter, and, they'd call you Sonny. I know. And, and exactly. don't you and don't you ever forget that. That's right. <laughs> well, Stan. Uh, or, you you seem it, like you have something to say today. Yeah. Well, we do. We're going to talk a little bit about where do we go from here. It's been an exciting, uh, you know, spring and beginning of the summer. Now, where do we go from here? Uh, you know, our job as financial advisors is to help navigate the waters within which we currently sail, not the waters we think we will sail in later. Uh, Higher returns come from the management of risk rather than the attempt to create returns by chasing them. This was a quote from Robert Rubin, the former Secretary of Treasury in the Clinton administration. And he defined this philosophy when he stated, as he, meaning Robert Rubin, thinks back over the years, been guided by four principles for decision-making. The only certainty is that there is no certainty. Second, every decision as a consequence is a matter of weighing probabilities. And third, despite uncertainty, we must decide and we must act. And lastly, we need to judge decisions, not only on the results, but also on how we made them. Most people are in denial about uncertainty. They assume they're lucky and that the unpredictable can be readily forecasted. This thinking keeps business risk and brisk for only palm readers, psychics, and some so-called stockbrokers. (laughs) <laughs> but but it's a terrible way to deal with uncertainty. If there are no absolutes, all decisions become matters of judging the probability of different outcomes and the costs and benefits of each. Then on that basis, you can make a good decision. And it should be evident that an honest assessment of uncertainty leads to better decisions. Still, the benefits of Ruben's approach and ours at the SHM Financial Group goes beyond that. For starters, although it may seem contradictory, embracing uncertainty reduces risk while denial increases it. Another benefit of acknowledge uncertainty is it keeps you honest. 
And a direct quote from Robert Rubin, the former Secretary of Treasury, is a healthy respect for uncertainty and focus on probability drives you never to be satisfied with your conclusions. It keeps you moving forward to seek out more information, to question conventional thinking, and to continually refine your judgments and understanding that difference between certainty and likelihood can make all the difference. We must be able to recognize and be responsive to changes in underlying market dynamics. If they change for the worst, we must be aware of the inherent risk in portfolio allocation models. The reality is that we cannot control outcomes. The most we can do is influence the probability of specific outcomes, such as why we manage and help manage different kinds of things based on probabilities rather than possibilities. Such is essential not only to capital preservation, but to investment success over time. And I think basically looking back, this has been our philosophy over all these years. And it may be, maybe that's why we have been in practice since 1958. And in order to put yourself in proper perspective, especially today, especially with all the things we are confronted with, it is so important for you to take that risk tolerance report and you can get that risk tolerance report. <coughs> Tell them, Lee. SHMfinancial.com, SHMfinancial.com. All right, uh, that's amazing. I love what you had to say there, uh, Stan, and uh, so, some words of wisdom, uh, words to live by, and that's a great philosophy, and, and you're right. That's why uh, you've been trusted financial professionals for so many years now and have helped so many people, and I know you're eager to uh, meet with our listeners out there and help them as well. So, uh, Lee, what's your take on this? I, I picked up a couple little tidbits from your um, 15-minute discussion here. <laughs> your your 15-minute sermon. Um, I would, it I, was I, closer I, to five. But five, that's, okay. You know, that's, that's okay. I, I'd say so that's a wrap. That's our show. That is our show for today. Thanks <laughs> for joining counting. us. We'll see you next week. And uh, uh, have a great week. Anyway, uh, no, it was it was good. Well, I picked up a couple things, you know, um, and one of them was be a, would you say be a doubting Thomas? No, I think you have to be, uh, well, you could, you could say well, that. I don't know. It's, it's a little negative, but be, be, don't. So the other thing that I picked up you have was. You question things. Don't question. always go with the flow. Don't always go with the flow. Don't always go with what your neighbor and your barber and your hairdresser and the guy, you know, you're out to dinner with. Don't always go with what everything that's in style, that everything that everybody's saying. Occasionally you have to go against the grain. I mean, look at all these people who went totally against the grain and bought this stock that nobody ever thought would ever do anything uh, that is now revolutionizing the world called Tesla. And who knows where it goes from here, but look at what it's done because everybody doubted it. Not everybody, but let's say a, more, a lot of people, the majority of people. Yeah. You know, a lot that, of people did. So you, yeah. you can't do that. You have to go with the flow. You have to go with your gut. You have to go with how it fits into, again, and we keep harping on this, and it's so critical, this risk tolerance. What is your risk tolerance today going forward? Forget what it was. Forget what, you, forget what you've accomplished. 
what is your risk tolerance today going forward? And that's why it's so critical to take that risk tolerance analysis report. And we're currently making it available at no cost. Wow. And in order that's to, awesome. In order to get that, you just call 1-800-MONEY-SHM or go to our website, click on, and you can do it on the website. <clears throat> the other thing I picked up was never be complacent or content with your, I guess, with your lot. With everything. Or where you are. With every good You, you know, always have to be, you know, you have to be really aware, you know, um, when you step onto the, I, I would say when you step into the batter's box, you're, you're on. You're, so you're, you have to be always be aware. And uh, my kids will say this. Well, I, wa- I wasn't ready. Uh, what, what do you mean you weren't ready? As soon as you step in that batter's box, you have to be aware, ready, and you know, you know what's going to happen. It, it's live. It's a live wire. So well, I would say when you're in the market and, you know, once the bell starts, 930, everything goes, everything is on, game on. So be prepared. Be aware. Don't be complacent. You know, mark your territory, make sure you know where you are and make sure you have a specific goal, you know, your goals and objectives. And, and, you know, we always talk about the book. We talk about the uh, risk tolerance, but we also talk a little bit about our book every so often. And it's really important. If you don't have a copy of the book, give us a call. We'll get you a copy of our book, um, Exit Strategies for a Secure Retirement. Gives Gives you some ideas and some baselines as to how to begin your planning um, as you approach or enter towards, you know, that retirement goal. You have to look at, you know, each thing. You have to know what your exit strategy is, no matter what you're doing, where you are and where you're going. You know, you know where your exit is when you go, if you ever go to a restaurant again, you'll know, you look for the exit strategy. If you ever go to a movie again, you look and see where's the exit strategy, where's the exit door. And this is a constant kind of thing. And it certainly is very appropriate when you're doing your financial planning, especially for those assets that you have that are in the market, especially today. We've had not today, today, but today in where we are in the market, you know, cycle. I mean, we're all planning to do certain things and we all want to know, are we going to have enough money? that when we get older, whenever older is, whatever that is, uh, we may want to make sure one specific thing, and that's what, Lee. As we get older, we want to make sure that we do not what? We do not run out of money. And there are certain programs, there are certain things that you can utilize today that will make sure that no matter what the market does, you're not ever going to run out of money. And how much income will your retirement savings produce if all of a sudden the market drops 20 or 30, 40%? Not that we think it will, but it's possible. And that's part of the exit strategy that you have to have as you're planning for what you're planning to do. What happens if that does happen? Am I going to have enough income in retirement? And am I going to have how much income do you need to live that that desired income lifestyle that your spouse has made you accustomed to how much money is that really going to have to create and you want to make sure you have your exit strategy in place to make sure that you do have that cash flow you know it's interesting as we approached uh, earlier this year again we're halfway through the year um, we're in mid mid july at this point right so earlier in the year the virus begins and it t- starts to take over um, there has been a shift in states, 
Um, it's, it seems as though New Jersey is now one of the safer states. Um, early on, it was a very difficult time. But there has been a lot of change in the government. <clears throat> there has been, a, a, obviously, an influx of uh, fiscal stimulus. Um, monetary policy has slightly changed. And I always wanted, just wanted to make sure that, in, in brevity, that we understand what the difference between fiscal stimulus is and, and monetary policy. So I just wanted to throw that out there for a moment. Fiscal stimulus is larger national debt equal to or the equivalent to taxing and spending government action. So obviously during um, early parts of this, the pandemic, <clears throat> the government came up with trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars to help stimulate people, make sure everyone's okay, add monies to businesses, um, give out money to individuals uh, depending upon their tax bracket. So that, that's fiscal stimulus. And there's a lot of loose change, a lot of money out there that has been distributed to people and companies in this country. Some people. Yeah. How do I get it. some of that? Yeah. How do you get some of that? Right? You got to make, <laughs> you, 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 unfortunately for, for you, you're going to have you, to you, give it back though. Don't forget that. Yeah. You so there's it. been loans and all there's, yeah. it's also, there's also monetary policy. That's fiscal stimulus. There's monetary policy. Sure which reduces net government debt. And that's more effective and much less costly than fiscal stimulus. But I think sure. the government did did what it could do to try and keep the boat afloat. Um, that money is still out there in certain sectors of the economy. Um, <clears throat> and, and as you know, and we all know, but I'm gonna say it anyway, are, are somewhat thriving that at home, you know, that at home line and cloud-based businesses and security businesses and Zoom businesses and things that, that make technology fly, those companies are flying and, and doing extremely well um, from a valuation standpoint. But a, a great majority of the companies out there today are, are flying underneath the radar, not doing well, having very difficult times. So you have to be careful and separate the shaft from the whatever, whatever that saying is. Um, you have to separate the corn from the shaft or the uh, you help me the out wheat, here Tony. the, the wheat, wheat, from wheat, the chaff, wheat that's the right, right. You're, you're, right. You, you live on a farm i forgot that that's right. so the wheat from the shaft so it's important to understand the differences between where you're putting your money whether it's an s p 500 stock or whether it's a tech stock or it's a fund but i think there's going to be a bit of a separation as there has been technology is extremely outperformed many other sectors and i think that sentiment may soon change as we go through the second half of the year and approach the election. So what I'm doing is throwing a little caution to the wind and saying that um, if you've had some significant gains, as most of us have in the technology sector, it may be a good time to pare back or prune back some of those gains, take some money off the table and look elsewhere uh, as to how to out reallocate some of those funds or profits that you have. And the point basically really is that everything, everything, constantly changes and you have to be in a position to change and roll with all the changes that are taking place when you look at what was going on a year ago and what's going on now it's like a totally different world everything constantly changes so you're not only like we're harping on make sure you have the proper exit strategy but you also have the means to take advantage of whatever is going to happen whenever it does go to happen and to make sure you have enough income to do all the things that you want to do when you're ready to do them 
That's critical. It's not only having things within the stock market, but taking advantage of some of the other programs that are available that don't generate and guarantee a particular income for a specific period of time or even a lifetime. So all those kinds of things are all part of and why we continue to say, and we'll always say, make sure you take that risk analysis to know what kind of risk you are in a position to take today going forward. If you if you had to boil it down to three little things that we talk about um, initially as people approach retirement, I'd say number one, redu- helping someone to reduce their taxes. Number two, helping someone or a family to increase their income. And number three, to eliminate or lower slash eliminate the risk that they have for some of the assets they have in retirement. Those three things make up a core of uh, a lot of what we do in this office um, to help people plan for retirement. So reduce taxes, increase their income, eliminate risk. And that that's done through many, many different uh, platforms. But if our, if our, if we can accomplish those three goals for someone um, for a significant amount of what they have, they're, they're sitting much um, in a much better position as as they approach retirement. They're sitting in a much more secure position. They're, they're sitting in a position where they don't have to worry about losing sleep at night in case we do run into a second wave of the pandemic or another issue. Um, you well, know. It's like coming back to you know basic uh, investment philosophy, section one, chapter two, that how much income or of how much of your income will go down if the stock market reacts negatively and goes down sharply. How much of your income is guaranteed income? And do you have your money and assets that grow to outpace inflation and but still are protected if the market should go down in value? Lee talked about the stimulus that the government I think had to do and did a great job of doing it may not have been the most uh, efficient way of getting money into the hands of people, but it has helped bridge some of the problems that small and medium sized and large businesses have had. But what will that do down the road? It will probably generate what we call inflation. So therefore, when you look at what you have, just keep in mind that what it costs you today isn't going to cost you the same amount of money two, three, four, five years down the road. One thing we can rest assured, no matter who wins the election in November, I think it's a safe assumption that we can say that the taxes are not going to go down. Taxes are going to go up. Inflation will probably be higher in six to 18 months. Therefore, you have to protect yourself in relation to all that. Take the risk tolerance report. Please. Profile. Yeah. Take the profile. SHMfinancial.com. That's SHMfinancial.com. Call us 1-800-MONEY, M-O-N-E-Y-S-H-M. Um, Tony? Yep. Is, is that a wrap? That is a wrap. You guys uh, covered it all. I, I just, I'm amazed at how much information you've given us a lot to think about. But the good news is we don't have to navigate all this alone. I mean, we're, we know the market's uh, taken some sharp upturns and downturns, and we need to be prepared, as you've said. So I know the key is to have a plan, have a financial strategy, and work with uh, trusted financial professionals like yourselves. How do our listeners set up that complimentary consultation to get started on this? 
uh, pick up the phone. 1-800-MONEY-SHM, 1-800-MONEY-SHM, 1-800-666-3974. Happy to entertain your call, discuss with you your goals and objectives, and uh, schedule a Zoom or a call or a, a meeting with you. Awesome. And then the website has a, a lot of tools on it, a lot of valuable information, plus uh, the show page for this podcast where they can subscribe or listen to shows. Uh, what's that web address once again? SHMfinancial.com. SHMfinancial.com. All right. Well, great show today, guys. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Malotsky on Money with our hosts, Stan and Lee Malotsky. Thank you for listening to Malotsky on Money. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Stan and Lee Malotsky at the SHM Financial Group. Call 856-854-2224 or visit them online at shmfinancial.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Investment advisory services offered through Malotsky Tax Advisory Group, LLC, a New Jersey registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services are offered through SHM Financial Group. Malotsky Tax Advisory Group, LLC, and SHM Financial Group are affiliated companies. Stan Malotsky, Lee Malotsky, Malotsky Tax Advisory Group and the SHM Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. 